Hello, today is day 53 of the Daily New Testament, second quarter, and we are going over Acts chapter 12. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this pleased the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was going to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in the light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and said, wake up, get up quick. And the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Then the angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap a cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. So Peter followed him out of the prison, but had no idea what was happening because he thought it was a vision or a dream. They passed the first and second guards, came out the iron gate leading to the city, and it opened them by itself, and they walked through it. When they had walked the length of the street, suddenly the angel left them. Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord sent his angel and rescued me from Herod, Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish were anticipating. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked on the outer entrance, and the servant girl named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter, she was so overjoyed, she ran back without even opening it and explained, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw it was him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hands for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. Tell James and the brothers about this, he said, and he left for another place. In the morning, there, were no, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him and cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there a while while he had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon and now joined together and sought audience with him. Having secured the support of the Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they also asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for food supply. On this appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on the throne delivering a public address to the people. They shouted, this is the voice of a god, not a man. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten with worms and died. But the word of God continued to increase and spread. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem 
taking with them John, also called Mark. Father, thank you that you are a miraculous God, that even when things in this world seem there's no way around it, you provide a way out. You sent your angel to Peter, and you delivered him out of prison. And uh, there's many stories like this throughout the Bible. And if, we, if we're patient and we look for them, we find many stories about this throughout history and even today of happening to people. Um, you know, as we learned in, in this chapter about how your word was spread through the persecution and in the last chapter, your word continues to spread today uh, through persecution as we're seeing, um, you know, all over the world, but especially now in the Middle East and different places like Afghanistan and Iran where they're having protests and stuff, they're uh, it's reported that more like Muslims are coming to Christ uh, now than any other time in history. And it's not happening by just like one or two or maybe a few hundred like it used to be. It's happening in the thousands, which is amazing. Um, and so even though it's sad to think about people being persecuted. The joy of knowing that more people are coming to you is, is awesome. So um, we thank you for our new brothers and sisters that are coming to you um, and that are having experiences like Peter. We ask that you continue to be with them. You continue to give them the faith they need and the provision they need to make it through these times. We know sometimes, like how it talked about John was put to death, and uh, Herod saw that it pleased the people, so he went to, to do more of this. We know sometimes you don't always deliver uh, your people out of those um, out of those circumstances like you did with with Simon. I mean, all of the disciples pretty much besides John was, uh, were martyred. And there are many, many, many martyrs throughout history. And I'm sure there will continue to be. Um, and some of those martyrs, they had a lot of chances where they got out of situations because it wasn't their time yet. And, um, so I, I ask that you continue to provide that provision for them and that faith for them. But when it is time, when it is, uh, if you have not called them to be delivered from that and it is their time to give them the peace that surpasses all understanding for them and uh, for their families and friends and others that see and that through their sacrifice that they give for you, that your word would be, um, would just explode more like wildfire and that um, more people come to know you. I thank you for them. I thank you for their bravery. I thank you that uh, you just equip 
different people like that to serve you. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing, and it, it's a high honor to get to be in a group of people that where there's people brave enough to go through that. Um, so I thank you for them. I thank you for Jesus who set the perfect example in this for laying down one's life for a brother, uh, uh, showing love. So I, I ask that you speak into our hearts, just like you spoke to the people to pray for Peter, that you, you remind each of us, especially us in the U S where it's, you know, extremely safe compared to the rest of the world to not remember our brothers and sisters throughout the world that are going through persecution and that we just continue to lift them up in prayer and um, seek different ways to help them. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.